once again i want to welcome you back from that short break we are still continuing on rewards and punishment and we want to find about what is god's thought what is god's thought concerning reward and punishment we are in our first um, uh, part we have seen that uh, we will all appear before god and i was going to read second corinthians chapter uh, 5 verse 10 which says for we must all appear before the judgment uh, seat of Christ that everyone may receive the, the the things done in his body you hear according to that he has done whether it be good or bad that means that the bible says that we are supposed to appear before god at uh, on the judgment day so i want to continue with that toward uh, to tell you that uh, toward the very end of the book of revelation we have seen that uh, god says in revelation chapter 22 verse 12 for those of you who have just come in into this radio program this is pastor dennis all the way from kampala uganda freedom experience ministry and this is the teaching series program whereby we we learn the word of god in a subjective way and we are on talk, we are talking about uh, rewards and punishment we have read revelation 22 verse 12 which has said behold i come quickly and my reward is with me to render each one of us as his work is so we want to continue today to see how in our part 2 uh, we have seen that our father is very wise on the one hand motivated by his love is so full of love we are saved by grace through faith we don't do anything on that on the other hand the father understands us he knows our he knows us that we are so weak and so reluctant and he knows that we have a fallen nature we have a fallen nature even if you are born again even though you are born again you still have that fallen nature that's why he puts disciplines and punishments he realizes that many of us will not be serious with him for our whole life on earth let me tell you if there were no punishments and rewards we would live our life recklessly that's why god has set punishments and rewards because he knows that we would just live our life in that uh, in that reckless uh, life so he knows that um, many of us will not obediently follow all serve god all humble down to the will of god the divine to the divine revelation in the new testament and this means that although we are saved our lives may, may not may amount to nothing with respect to the carrying of of out of god's economy if there were if there were no rewards and punishment even though we are saved people would not do anything on carrying out god's work on carrying out god's ministry every person would love to do his own stuff they would go and make money and eat life and enjoy life they will just live uh, their uh, their life in the way they want but god has got a plan he has got an economy and he wants us to serve in that economy so knowing this the father has taken a portion of time which we call the 1000 years the millennial kingdom of 1000 years and he makes and this 1000 years makes that either a reward will be received uh, all a time of punishment to all believers in Christ let me tell you if you are born again genuinely you go to heaven even if you are still sinning today you will go to heaven but let me tell you once you reach there there are punishments because uh, uh, out of what you have been doing on earth i tell you uh, this is what we call the believe the believers punishment uh, in Christ this is done to serve as an incentive to us 
if you have done good. And without such an incentive, the vast majority of the believers would not pursue the Lord sufficiently. People would not pray. People would not fast. People would not work out their salvation with fear and trembling if there were no rewards, if there were no punishments, I tell you. And as a result, God's purpose would not be fulfilled through them. People would not serve God. I would not be a pastor. By this time, I would not be serving God. I would not forsake the things of the world to serve God. I would not live a righteous way if if there were no rewards or punishments. You understand. So, we see that through this, we have to serve God's purpose with fear and trembling. So, all, all, all through, we have seen that although we are saved eternally by the grace through faith, that one we quoted, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 and 8 to 9, we have seen God himself in his government, he has set a, a system of reward and a system of punishment, a system of reward and punishment for his children. Both rewards and punishment are focused on on, on the coming kingdom age. When we read in Matthew chapter 25 to 20 uh, verses 21 to 30, we see that there is a coming kingdom, what we call the kingdom age. We are now in the grace age, the, the New Testament grace, the dispensation of grace is going on and we are in the church age, but the kingdom age is where we are going to see these punishments and rewards uh, before we enter into that kingdom to live with God for eternally. Matthew 25 21 uh, to 30 Hebrews chapter 12 verse 20 Hebrews 12 verse 28 and Revelation chapter 20 verse 4 to 6. Hallelujah. So <clears throat> we have seen we present this truth uh, for your consideration. You have gone to consider them through scriptures and based on what we are teaching right now, we urge you to examine the scriptures again in this light. Uh, we uncompromisingly testify that eternal salvation is a gift. You want to understand eternal salvation is a gift that one we know and we are not compromising on it but we are talking about because we have seen eternal salvation as a gift in Romans chapter 6 verse 23 we know about that that the gift of God is eternal life Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 the gift of God is what uh, uh, eternal life and uh, we are saved by grace so but we also uncompromisingly bear witness to the fact that, re- that, that reward or punishment are related to how we live here on earth, our Christian life, and how we serve and, and uh, we serve the Lord during the entire course of our Christian life. That is Matthew chapter 16, verse 27, and verses First uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 3, verse 8 to 15, and First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 5 and also Revelation chapter 22 verse 12. I repeat these verses to see where we get this message and where we base. Matthew 16 27 1 Corinthians 3 8 to 15 1 Corinthians 4 5 and uh, we have also seen 2 Corinthians 5 10 and Revelation 22 verse 12. Now with those scriptures that's where we base. So an obvious fact must impress us deeply. Today we are not in charge here on earth. (laughs) There is a master who is controlling. Even if you are owning your ministry or you are serving God or you you are taking care of your life as you think you are not in charge. God is in charge. We are not the one on the throne setting up the principles by which we are to live. God has set his principles. He is on the throne. He is on the throne and he's setting these principles and we must follow. There is one, one 
one person on the throne administering on behalf of God's interest and that person is Jesus Christ our Lord is the one who is who, uh, one who establishes the principles by which we must live and serve 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verse 8 let me read for you 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verses 8 the bible says in second corinthians 4 8 it says that henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the lord the righteous judge shall give me at the day and not to me only but unto all them also that love his appearing now those that love is appearing are the people that have worked out their salvation with fear and trembling and they are now waiting for a crown because they have worked for it they have used the right materials hallelujah they have not wasted their lives they have not live, lived their life in a reckless way. So there is a crown for them. So we have seen that we may try to avoid this unpopular truth that we are learning today, but there is no way to avoid it permanently. You will find it in heaven, I tell you. Sooner or later, what is written in the word of God will be applied to our to us all as as we give an account before the Lord. Let me tell you, we are supposed to give an accountability before God, how we lived our life, how we, how we lived Christ on earth. Let us read Romans chapter 14. Romans 14 verse 10 and verse 12. Romans 14 verse 10 and verse 12. We see that uh, on uh, verse, 10, verse 10 says that, uh, but why doesn't, does, uh, why does the judge uh, by, but why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou sit and at note thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Now, you have heard that, that we shall all stand at the judgment. If there is no judgment, why will we stand on the judgment? I thought that we are born again. Are we going to be judged? For your information, the non-believers will not stand on the judgment because they are already judged on earth. They have, they have refused to accept Jesus Christ. They are already condemned they go to, to hell. Uh, their resurrection will take them to hell. But for you, you are going to stand on the throne to be judged. And the Bible says and, uh, in verses 12 that so then every one of us shall give account of his of himself to God. Have you seen that? Romans chapter 14 verse 12. Every one of us shall give an account to God. How you lived your life and how you spent everything God permitted you to get. To get. That I want to take this teaching so crucial in your life for, because it is saving your eternal future. Hallelujah. So, please, uh, soberly and prayerfully consider these words uh, in Matthew, in 1 Corinthians, in Hebrews, and in Revelation, the books that we have quoted for you, and elsewhere in the New Testament, concerning reward and punishment. It is a fact, I tell you, it is a fact that at the judgment seat of Christ, every child of God will hear and explicitly the word from the Lord. Jesus will ask you what you have done and how you have done it. Not concerning eternal salvation. He is not going to blame you about the eternal salvation. That is a gift. But concerning the dispensational reward or punishment. We go back and examine 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10. It has said, uh, we began with it. it says, say, 2 Corinthians 5 10 says that for we must all appear before the judgment seat uh, of Christ that everyone may receive all the things done in his body according to that he has done whether it be good or 
bad. That's why we are careful in sowing our seeds and serving God in a way that pleases Him. That's why we are forsaken some of the things that other people are still clinging on. They are born again. They are enjoying life here on earth. They are getting whatever they want at whatever cost. Even if, if, even if they are going to sell their, their bodies or they are going to steal or fornicate. But don't forget the dispensational reward or punishment. Believer, wherever you are. So, uh, if, if, if we realize this and if we mean business with the Lord, if you are born again and you really mean business with the Lord, surely we will want to live and serve in such a way that when we meet Jesus Christ our Lord, we, he will, Jesus will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Uh, then you will fa- you are faithful over a few things on earth, I will set you over many things in eternity. Enter into the joy of your master. That is Matthew chapter 25 um, verses 21 and and 23. Now, with these scriptures, I've shown you uh, from the first, uh, the previous teaching part one and this part two. I've shown you the rewards and the punishment and what God says concerning them. I want you to ponder upon every word that you have. If you have written down the scriptures, I want to think uh, about them and begin to check what material you are using while here on earth. In Jesus' mighty name. This is once again Pastor Dennis Matov Oda from Kampala, Uganda, Freedom Experience Ministry. And this is Freedom Experience Radio, where we enjoy music as we enjoy Christ in His Word in prayer and in motivational uh, programs. God bless you and I want you to stay strong and stand and serve and work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Let me tell you, whatever you are doing on earth, think about this message today. Because if you are not serving, the man says he's going to come to give each one's work according to his work. I don't know what you are doing for God. Some of you are saying, I'm, go- I'm working and I don't have to do anything for God. Better do something for God. Because he's going to come to reward those who worked. Every man is supposed to work. He's supposed to present something before God. Take this and think about it. The Lord will bless you and the, the Lord will give you light upon it in Jesus' mighty name. Yes, you can check us on our website, www.freedomexperiencezone.com. God bless you. This is Pastor Dennis. We love you. Don't go away. Enjoy your music. We will be back. <laughs>